Hello listeners and fellow Game Pass fans, get yourself set and ready for your favourite unofficial Game Pass podcast, Game Pass News. So I'll hand you over to Nick and Sean and get the show started. Welcome to Game Pass News recorded live Tuesday, October 12, 2022. I'm Nick Tender, one half of the awesome GPN crew, Mr. Sean Abbott, the hairlessly handsome man from across the pond. He's the other half. Today, we chat about Phil's top shelf, Game Pass Scrooge McDuck money, maybe, and all the things dropping on Game Pass now and in the near future. You better sit down and buckle up because Game Pass News is one crazy ride. You might be wondering if you're listening or watching, whatever, what the heck happened to our intro music? Well, friends, we are going to be playing a fun game brought to us uh, in an idea by Mr. Sean Abbott. Um, play intro music to a video game and guess. I threw you a softball, Sean. Can you guess? That's definitely Doom, the 2016 version. Yes, you are 100% right. I didn't want to go too crazy, you know, thought we'd ease in, so... So there you go. I'm going to be testing Sean's knowledge because, quite frankly, folks, I have none when it comes to music. I was like, this is a great idea, Sean, but I'm going to fail every time. And, you, and so here we are. So we'll be uh, putting, putting intro music to our, to our intro. I like that. <sighs> so that's what that's all about. Sean, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm good. It's been a crazy busy day. Um, Post-COVID, decided that the kitchen needed decorating. So I have tackled the kitchen big time um it's now a nice green screen green but not that quite bright it's uh i think the color's called hay pesto more of a sagey green gotcha. um so i've been doing that kind of finished off doing all the woodwork today or well, listened to dad's after dark um so all i've got left is like the last little finishing touches bit of silicon here and there and a bit of cork but other than that yeah pretty good back to work tomorrow morning so yeah looking forward to that <laughs> maybe maybe not Um, my favorite part is um, you're taking pictures now in front of your kitchen walls because you have effectively created yourself a green screen which I absolutely love you're like sending me these pictures like hey look at what I did I created a green screen it's fantastic it's I love it yep anybody in our discord that might have noticed my avatars changed um, that was made in the kitchen (laughs) (laughs) it's such a good cook it's so good cooking images it's just it's a really nice color with the good light in to take pictures of stuff as well so we've kind of like that is now becoming the place where if for whatever reason we need to like take pictures of stuff because you know i'm like with product placement i like mm-hmm. to take nice pictures and um, that's probably going to be the place where it happens the most now so i love it i love it um yeah yeah no i think it, i think it's a very nice green and you know i don't i don't do a whole lot of uh home decorating but i'm told that green is a good kitchen color so you are you are yeah, right in there, it, so. it's been it's a bold change in there and this might sound really boring to people it's a bold change in there but we've gone from magnolia to this green um it's kind of made the kitchen a little bit darker which we like because um, mm-hmm. it gets quite a lot of light through the day sure. uh, it's made it feel a little bit more cozy so i just nice. now my next job is the the kitchen table because it's bright white mm-hmm. um I've kind of started thinking i can i can probably start, like shot blast the metal work back on the table and if I just replace the, the wooden top with like a nice dark wood color. So, yeah. 
Sure. I I think see oh. you're right there. Uh, this is uh, Game Pass News Home Decor. We're we're in it. <laughs> oh man. Hi. Over here, I did, I did joke. I, yeah, I did joke. Sorry, I, I did joke throughout the whole time that I was painting it that I like. I wish this was Animal Crossing. And I could oh, no literally kidding, just right. go. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I played a co-op game too. I can't remember what it was called. Where you had to come in and like renovate a house real quick, like paint walls and like put up walls. I was like, oh, I wish this is how it worked because I, I would be down for this all day long. <laughs> um, but not so much. Uh, over here, things are going very, uh, going pretty good. I had a great day today, Sean. I mean, I mean today. Yeah, you had the yeah the perfect day. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't <laughs> happen very often. I woke up this morning and I was like, you know, I don't got much to do at the office, so I'm just gonna play games. And now, normally when I do this, it never fails that the phone rings and somebody's like, ah, there's a big deal over here, blah blah blah, and uh, and then I have to uh, and then I have to quit my game playing and go adult, and it sucks. My phone rang, but it was never a big deal. I got the whole day. Like, I got to play the games. It was so great. I was like, the stuff on Game Pass that dropped, I was just like playing it all. Put an hour here, an hour there. I got my Dreamlight Valley stuff done. Oh, my goodness. It, I haven't had a day like this in in a few months where, like, nobody bugged me and I just got to do my thing. It was great. It was fantastic. Loved it. Uh, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> screw you and your perfect day. No, I... Um... <laughs> I, uh, I kind of what is it? I, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, you stained a lot. Of, yeah, <laughs> between between coats of of stain on woodwork, I was kind of like sat in the kitchen, like the the one chair that I left in the kitchen, so I could sit down. And I was trying to get things added to the dock, and then I had the beef stew to prep for like um, for, for the meals for the next couple of days for work. So I was like, I prepped like uh, what was it? A kilo, a kilo of meat, almost a kilo of carrots. I did all that again. I think I talked about this last week. I did that while like watching a bit of Breaking Bad. So I had my iPad propped up in the window and I was like <laughs> dicing things up and just getting on with things. And yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, I think I'm, I'm kind of looking, I'm looking forward to a bit of normality going back to work. I think it's kind of COVID's having COVID and being ill um, has kind of knocked the normal rhythm of, rhythm of things out. So I'm looking forward to it. And, and tomorrow I'm on with my old shift, which is nice. So Cool. Good for you. Yeah, glad. Uh, um, yeah, that's cool. I uh, but but the kitchen does look good. Let me let me tell you that it looks real good. Sean, I keep sitting over here before we get into our top stories. I keep sitting over here. Well, I guess this is a top story. So I'll, I no, I'm just going to bring it up. You showed me this stupid controller. And Sean, I just keep looking at it. I'm going to buy this thing. This lunar shift controller. I'm just like sitting here staring at it because you had to tell me about it. I said I was looking for a controller and you were like, have you seen the new one? And it's got the same design as the Aqua, except it's gray and it looks beautiful. And I think I I've, I need a third one because now that the kids know about the Xbox, you know, now it's like we're playing Paw Patrol and, and only two of us can play. So I'm not just like collecting controllers. I'm not going to go crazy collecting controllers, but I need a third one. But because I don't want to go crazy collecting controllers, I have to, you know, I have to, like, make sure I get the one I want. Anyways. Lunar Shift controller's out. It looks pretty. You can get it right now. <clears throat> yep. $78. So, that's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably have it in my cart and bought before the end of the night. But let's not. <laughs> but we won't talk about that anymore. Let's get to our tops. Hey, Sean. Hey Sean, did you see uh, did you see that uh, Bethesda Twitter Twitter tweeter that uh, Mr. Phil did? Did you see that? 
Oh uh, yeah, I, I saw. I saw. Yeah, the pit, the, the pit boy was looking really pretty nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you pit see that boy. thing on the uh, shelf there? Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Top um, shelf. I saw top shelf? There, there was lots. <laughs> there was lots of things on those shelves. But yes, I have seen the little tiny white box. Which at first, when I first looked at the picture, I thought absolutely nothing of it. I was like, oh, that looks like a really tiny Xbox Series S. Why has mm-hmm. he got that? Start the way up there, and then. Um, and then obviously the internet went absolutely nuts mm-hmm. and everyone was like, ah, oh, this isn't what you think it is. Yeah. 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 It, well, and the well, Xbox came back and said, what did we tell you boss about putting prototypes on your, on your shelf that aren't, that were never, you know, used or whatever. But, but the faithful know that this is how we first saw the Xbox series S was uh, on Phil's shelf. So I don't know. What do you think? You think this is it? You think this is the... Okay, so hold on. Let me say. Let me... I'm being coy. What people think <laughs> is that this is the the project keystone, the box that is going to connect to your TV that you can stream your xCloud, you can uh, games on. So you think you think this is that fun little project connect or project keystone? Yeah, I think it is. I think this is a really, really subtle way and it's very much up Phil Street of mm-hmm. teasing out pieces of hardware like they do because also on that shelf you've got the logitech cloud gaming boxes there um so yeah i think this is a way of him showcasing like this is everything that xbox has going on because you've got there's all the halo stuff there's a really nice polaroid of him with somebody else i think at gamescom this year um there's obviously all the the fallout kind of stuff to to go along with the 25 year anniversary of fallout so yeah, I think this is a very, very, very good and cheeky way of him saying, look, this is what we've got going on. This is everything that we have at the moment. This is all the cool stuff you can get. I also think there's a little nod to Alan Wake with the Xbox 360 front because we know that the remaster that's coming soon as well. So I think you could probably stare at this image for a while and break it down bit by bit yeah, to all the kind sure. of stuff that we've got coming out this year. So... Yeah, I I totally I totally agree. There's there's all kinds of stuff there. And I am with you. I would have never I just don't analyze these things enough. Like I I saw it and moved on. I don't know. So it, it, actually it was Justin who brought it to my attention first um on Twitter, um Ninja Lunchbox. And uh and then I started to look at it a little bit more. Also, uh shout out to Acid TK. Zero three in the in the chat with us. Appreciate you, and we will get to your question, sir. Um, so, yeah, I I think it could be. I hope this means it's sooner rather than later. Like I really, I would I would love for this to be a holiday thing that they that they come out with and pair it with I, the I, family plan. It would be fantastic. Yeah, I can't remember the timescale between seeing the series S and the announcement. I can't remember the timescale between them, but question. I can not can't imagine that that was more than maybe a month to two months yeah so yeah i can see this being maybe something they announce next week in that big mm-hmm. gap that we have mm-hmm. um but yeah but i've got a couple of other things that i'm kind of hoping that might drop in that big gap next week so i say a couple could, of things could, one more thing what do you want to drop i want to know what do you want are you, well, are you or do you want um, motorsport is that what you're hoping or what are you hoping for? no no um when they had the old, not the whole idea Xbox thing that uh-huh. was like 200 bit hours long and they sat there and talking to all the devs. Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. was shown there. That's due out October 18th. It's currently on the store now. You can pre-order it. 
I'm kind of hoping that they turn around and go, hey, everybody with Game Pass, you can get this day's release. Mm, yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. They're doing that. They're doing that a lot. They're doing a lot of uh, like drop right nows. Um, and we don't have a we don't have a ton of games. We'll get to that. But we don't have a ton of games coming next week or the week after. So I could I could see that. Although next week we do have we do have the bit. No, that's this week. That's this week we have the big game. My bad. My bad. Scorn is uh, what is it? Friday? Thursday? When is it? Friday. Friday, and it's yep. available to pre-install now which yep. after this i'm going to do nice nice um next story we have the brazilian cade uh the authority that uh that approves or doesn't approve the acquisition for um activision uh report shows that uh, game pass news made 2.9 billion dollars in 2021 which means they're making more and- money this year yeah, I'm gonna say it's like you heard that right. That was buh for billion, and two point nine of them, which is a killing ton of money. It's unreal. Like it, it is. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. I won't poo poo you yet. Go ahead. No, I, I know what you're gonna say. This is this is revenue. So it's only showing <laughs> yeah, revenue. Yeah. It's not the the profits. It doesn't. You, you can't see what they've spent. And you exactly. you poo pooed me in the in our Discord chat. So. Yeah, <laughs> there's no need to do it now. But yeah, the um, the Administrative Council for Economic Defense, which is Cade um, from Brazil, have kind of they kind of shed some light onto this because it's part of the information that they need to to kind of back the acquisition to show, you know, are they going to make any more money? Is this going to do this? Is it going to do that? Um, with the acquisition of um, for, not Professor because they've got those uh, Activision, Activision and Blizzard. Yep, and it says that, and you know, it suggests that the, the Microsoft made two point nine billion in revenue from Xbox Game Pass in the fiscal period and in January twenty twenty one, and that's not taken into account for PC Game Pass because that's a completely different set of figures. Apparently, I did not realize. So, that. yeah, um, it's a it's a lot of money to be making now. Like you said, we don't know how much money they spent on purchasing things you know how much money spent on development of stuff but even still 2.9 billion is a crazy amount considering that was it was it 70 it was close to 70 million for the acquisition of Activision and Blizzard wasn't it yeah yeah which if you want to take into account a 2.9 billion revenue in to the expenditure of 70 million it's a big difference mm-hmm. still yeah, no, I, you know, I mean, I, I'm very, I think this is a good number. I think it's great. I think it's going to grow, especially when this uh, acquisition goes through, which I certainly think it will. Um, and that's all great. But I do wonder, you know, you're not hearing profit from these from Xbox. So I don't think it's a profit yet. I still think they're spending more than $2.9 billion, to be honest. So um yeah it's it's it'll be interesting to see but it's good to see that it's it's you know raking in some dough and hopefully they can get that number to grow and they can equalize it out and we can make it uh they can make it sustainable because that's what that's what they got to do i mean uh, you know they'll put money into it for a good long time but at some point if they can't sustain it they're gonna have to drop it and hopefully it doesn't happen because then what would we be called exactly uh, the failure of game pass news 
That's right. But but this the the figure that they're quoting here isn't just through subscriptions. This is through subscriptions or any DLC sales that have been bought through Game Pass. So if you download a game and then go on to buy DLC for the game after that, or um, discounted games. So when a game's coming to the point where we're saying bye-bye, um, you get it for a discounted price. Um, that's also in that figure. So, yeah, it's not a complete breakdown of just how many people are, are subscribing to the, the the service, but it's everything mm-hmm. else that comes in between as well. Mm-hmm. I did. I did not realize that. I thought that was Game Pass numbers. Um, so that's that. You're just teaching me all kinds of stuff, Sean. Look at you. Um, so that's uh, that's good. I so yeah, that's about that's about all that's about all I got there. I don't know. You got anything else? No, it's like you said, it's gonna be interesting if we can ever get real numbers and real figures, like how many active subscriptions is there, how many people, you know, is there a way of tracking more than one console in a household that's got a game pass subscription? Are we not gonna go see those numbers until we get the the release of the family plan? There's just so much information that we never really get from from Xbox to kind of mm. tell us how successful this service is. This is the closest we're going to get to it at the moment. And I wish yep. we could get to find out more because I'm really interested in how they're making all their money and where they're putting, what they put their money into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I a hundred, a hundred percent agree. It would be great to get that number, but until it's six, and this is why I don't think that at the moment it's a successful service until it's successful they're not going to give you that. Once it's successful, they're gonna, they're gonna shout it from the mountaintops. I'm gonna talk about yeah, like, hey, look, and, yeah, this yeah. is what we were doing, and we turned it around to this. Yeah. So you know, this is how great it is. Thanks very much. Yeah, exactly. You know, so uh, it's just like it's just like console numbers, right? I mean, they're talking about console numbers again, but with the S, they they weren't talking about console numbers. I mean, there's or not with the S with the Xbox One, they weren't talking about console numbers. Um, so so yeah. Uh, I find it, I find it to be an interesting deal. Um, those, those, my friend, are our top stories. Uh, news bulletins are as follows: You can pre-install Scorn uh, for anybody who wants to. Anybody who wants to, which is a lot of people, and I'm very happy about that. But uh, it's not me. Um, I, I have seen one, one little snippet of video, and it's how you get the first weapon in the game. And the mechanics behind the game look absolutely crazy. Literally, like the guy puts his hand inside this tube and it pulls his arm in even further. It takes his arm out and he has a weapon. It's kind of like really gross looking, very alien hominoid kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I am an out looking forward to it. <laughs> you are looking forward to it? Yeah, it's going, it's going to be interesting. Okay. I, I'm still dubious because every time you saw footage of it, in like around Gamescom and stuff like that, everything looked really foggy and you couldn't see much. Into that's what you did. I couldn't remember what you didn't like about it. But is if it's if that's because it's a um, a horror walking simulator, then I can understand why they're doing it. So yeah, yeah. I uh, I will I will watch your stream, Sean. I will watch your stream. <laughs> that much I can promise. Um, but that's all I could promise. I am not going to be playing it. 
moving on, Starfield is a much bigger project than past Bethesda games. So says a previous dev. So, you know, take this for a grain of salt. But uh, I thought it I thought it was an interesting an interesting story. Um, and I actually kind of bring it up bring it up more than anything because No Man's Sky has gotten a big resurgence. It's now on Switch. They had a new big um, uh, DLC type thing for it. And I just find it interesting that like it's having this resurgence in and amongst this time where Starfield is is kind of being poo-pooed as like, uh, well, it's not really that new because it's just another No Man's Sky. So I don't know. I just I I can't wait to see what Starfield has next. And whatever they show next has to make it has to differentiate it from No Man's Sky. That's that's I think what their like main goal has to be. Show us how cool it is. Yeah. Show us why it's better, bigger, different than No Man's Sky. And the and because of the resurgence of No Man's Sky and how well received Cyberpunk 2022 is getting at the moment, especially with the news yeah. around them working on a new AAA IP and DLC and mm. stuff like that. Um, I'm quite glad Starfield has been pushed ever so slightly because I think it could be one of those games that if it came out in and amongst everything regrowing as it is that it could get overshadowed quite easily yeah yeah i could see that i you know i'm not i think i said this in our last week's thing i could see it getting pushed again i really could i mean right now if they choose a spring date what it's going to come out in and amongst a bazillion different things i mean i don't know i don't know i could see it getting pushed into uh maybe it'll be an 11 11 23 game it's not as cool but you know it just take its old date basically uh just a year later um but you know whatever we'll we'll see when it comes out i do find it interesting i do hope it succeeds i am excited to play it um and if i can find the time i really want to jump into no man's sky i have never played the game to be honest but now i i am one of those people who like am kind of intrigued by by no man's sky because of starfield and because of the 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 way that the you know the internet has kind of connected them as being similar, even though we don't really have any idea how true that actually is. So, yeah, and I, I mean, I can remember people talking about No Man's Sky when I was still working at my previous employment. I mean, that's like way over three years now. Um, so, No Man's Sky for it to be getting the resurgence and finally some kind of nod or notice uh, after three years says a lot for our previous conversation about should that game have been in game preview mode before it was released mm. yeah yeah that's for sure um next bulletin a new cheaper xbox mini fridge is out right now you can get it at least in north america i didn't check if it's in the uk too get it at walmart for 80 bucks usd yep so and it just obviously the marketing behind everything to that is that they received lots of request to make a smaller version at a lower price so they did it holds mm -hmm. eight cans it looks quite cool it's still a cute little bit of kit i just i couldn't imagine having two series x's sat in the living room <laughs> does it hold my jug of tea that's all by the way product placement we don't get milos i'm happy to drink tea on stream for you just so you know um uh, does it does it hold a jug of tea, Sean? That's all I need to know. That's all I need in life. No, well, it's it looks like it only holds eight free thirty mil cans, so I don't think it's going to hold your gallon of tea. All right. Well, I'm out then. That's simple. 
But it's small. If it did, like, if I could just open this little fridge and pull out a gallon of tea and put it back in, it would, it would, it would, it would I, I would almost buy it. I don't think I would, but I would almost yeah. buy it just because it would be funny. What would be good is if, if you could get something that would fit inside and, like, the, the nozzle poked out and you could drill a hole in the fridge yes. and just have it as a dispenser. Oh, my. You, you are singing to me, Sean. You're singing to me. This is beautiful. I love it. It's, it's a mini fridge, like, tea dispenser. This is, this is perfect. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it's really cool. I don't, I, I did, I did peruse it. I actually clicked on the little link, went to the Walmart site, looked at it, and then I slapped my hand and I, and I clicked off of it <laughs> before I yeah, made a bad decision. It, it's a collector's dream to have, it's one of those things that you know, people that collect all the kind of offs, off cuts of different bits and pieces from Microsoft. And their Xbox consoles, you know, the the, the lights, the, you know, merchandise T-shirts, um, like all the different kinds of console skins that you used to be able to get for the Series X, uh, for the 360 and things like that. It's a nice, cool little collectible. It's not something I'd be interested in, but I can see people being pretty hyped to buy it out there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, last bulletin, Lunar Shift Special Edition controller is out now. You can pick it up at a bunch of different places. Although I tried to pick it up on Amazon and they are back, they're back ordered to November something. So just so you know, um, and it's going quick. Um, and it does look cool. It has the aqua design, the blue one with the, with the smoky swirls, except it's not blue. It's, uh, like a smoky gray type thing. So pretty cool. Um, and that I believe is that that's our that's our top stories for the end news bulletins for the week. It's been a lighter news week. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm kind of I'm kind of hoping that we're going to get some news, maybe the back end of this week, over the weekend, some kind of interesting drop. So yeah, that would be that would be nice. They dropped a they dropped one of those little graphics with all the stuff in them, um, and it was pretty much everything we already knew that was coming. So it was like, well, okay, there wasn't wasn't much there to really talk about. Um, Game Pass headlines for this week: Evil is out with the Among Us like. I'll talk more about that uh, in what I've been playing because I did play it. Um, Coral Island is also out, a farming sim type crafty game. I've not played it. Don't. Uh, it looks cute, um, but I haven't. Uh, I haven't actually tried it out. I probably will though. Put a couple. Put an hour or two into it and see see how it feels. So, um, October thirteenth, so Thursday, Dyson Sphere program. Is that a PC only game? Why do I think that's a PC? I, game? I think it was PC only. Yeah, PC uh, Game Pass only. Um, and then on Friday the fourteenth is the big one that everybody wants to play. Scorn, scorn, which I know Ninja Lunchbox is after, is really looking forward to this. Um, let's see if it comes out Friday. We're hoping for a pretty chilled weekend. We've literally got Logan to his motorbikes, um, so I'll hopefully try and get something played for the weekend. If not, it could be my late night Friday night thing that I do. And I might try and get the, the stream done, like ASAP as soon as the game's available. So sweet. That's um, no promises. I'm working the next three days. So. I didn't update my stuff too, because Costume Quest is out today as well. Sorry, that didn't make my list. Um, so Costume Quest is also out today, uh, which we will be talking about more because Sean and I have both played that already. So, 
next week, uh, October. I couldn't believe this is out already. This is this was perfect, Sean. I just I have to tell you, the way this played out for me, even though I like I rushed to play it so that I could get it done in time, but playing Plague Tale, the first one, when I played it, just feels so right. I had a little bre- little break, and now, uh, in a week from today, I will be playing the next Plague Tale, and that just feels so good. Like I'm I'm like sweet. I'm all in. It doesn't feel too close. It's not too far away that I did. I like, I'm like, I don't even really remember the story all the way. I remember it perfectly. I am very happy. I will be playing that game. Uh, yes, I can't wait. So October 18th in a week from today, which is Tuesday. Uh, Plague Tale Requiem. Uh, October 20th, two days later. Uh, must be a Thursday if my math is good. Uh, Norco. I don't know anything about it. Do you know anything about it? Um, wasn't this one of those, I'm going to look at it very quickly now, but wasn't it, it like... like it should be a drug game, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, it's a southern gothic point and click narrative adventure that immerses the player into the sinking suburbs and verdant industrial swamps. Yeah. So there you go. It's a, a pointy clicky game. I'm looking okay. at images now. Gotcha. And then a day later, Friday, October 21st, Persona 5 Royale, which I know many, many, many people are excited for. So um, you will have your game. So Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. I don't, I've never played any of the Persona games, and I don't understand the hype behind them. But, you know, I've said that about previous games before, then played them and kind of got along with the hype. So, yeah, this isn't one I'll be, yeah, I'll be too deep into Mario. I think by this point, Mario oh, Rabbits. Oh yeah, is that come out? When does that come out? The twentieth, twenty first, twentieth, twenty third. One second. Oh wait, how are you going to be deep into it if it comes out on the twenty third? Because that'll be like saving all my time. Oh no, October twentieth. So you will be deep into it then. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's exciting. I, I think we had the same conversation last week, by the way. It, it, like, it, it's a, a recollection of us being like, of me being like, when was that? I don't remember when it comes out. Do you remember when it comes out? That's funny. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing, well, we'll, we'll maybe talk about it in what we're playing, but there's been quite a few things released Mario-wise, which have kind of spiraled this entire household into some kind of Mario frenzy. Yeah, yeah, I, um, you know, I... Well, anyways, what, let's move on to what we've been playing. That's that's what's in Game Pass. You can look forward to this week and next. Um, gold, Games with Gold hasn't changed, has it? No, Games with Gold is exactly the same. Windbound, which I'm still quite happily playing. Um, Double Kick Heroes is still there. Uh, Bomber Crew Deluxe Edition starts on the 16th. Nice. Let's move into our Xbox Spotlight. Sean, of what what have you been playing? Um, so as I've just mentioned from the games of goal, I'm still very much into Windbound. Um, I'm I am enjoying that game quite a bit. Um, I have had to take it off survivalist mode um, and gone into adventure mode because I am absolutely sick to death of having to rebuild my boat from scratch. Uh, it's mm-hmm. and losing quite a few things because if you the, the your character you can consist of having key items, held items, and then bag items. And in survivalist mode, you get to keep all the key items regardless. 
and you keep all the held items, but you lose all the items in your bag. And now some of those, especially if you've crafted them, take a long time to get. Like to make the hammer and the axe requires like a good half an hour to 45 minutes of gameplay to re-get those because you've got to kill certain beasts to use the bones from those beasts to make the tools. You can't just kind of make it out of rocks and, and sticks. Um, so one of them you need this, um, it's called a gloom horn <laughs> jaw. And now that thing's really hard to kill, like ridiculously difficult. It, it's very, very quick. It disappears and reappears and it's got a really horrific lunge attack. Hmm. Um, so to be able to, to get, and you need two of them. So be able to get two jaws, it, it takes a lot of work. So I've gone, I've, I've gone onto adventure mode um, and that was triggered by getting to the end of the third um, uh, chapter. So I, I think I, I, if I counted right, there's six or eight chapters. I can't remember now. I think it's an octagon. So yeah, there's eight chapters. I'm into the third. Um, as I got to the end of the third, you have to fight two like um, spiritual type bosses. Um, one spawns many ones, and they're quite hard to defeat anyway. I haven't quite yet figured out the the weaknesses of those, and because you don't get a lot of guidance to how the like the attacks and defenses of enemies, it's quite a difficult thing to do. So I'm slowly working on that. It's something I keep coming to um, to and from in between playing different games. Um, I am very much enjoying it, and I, I, I highly recommend if you enjoyed Wind Waker um, or any kind of crafty survivalist style game, that that's one to go for. The hunger and stamina aspect of it is really, really strong, which, which mm. I do enjoy. So there's a lot of having to make campfires and cook, kind of wait um, and kind of forage for berries and mushrooms and stuff like that. So that's quite good. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely a game that I've claimed it. Um, it's definitely a game that seems like it would be for me. Um, which, And I will say, I'm surprised that you love... Like, what do you love about it so much? Because I'm, I'm actually a little... Um, I would never be like, hey, Sean, you need to play Windbound. I've been playing this game, and you're going to love it. I, it just Everything I hear about it doesn't make it seem like it's a you game. But, I mean, it's cool that you it's, do. I, I, I believe it's because of the, the sailing aspect. Like, you, okay. you literally have to... Like, you have to... And it's not one of those things where like you can harvest a bit of stuff on the island, wait 10 minutes, and then it reappears. It's kind of like once you've harvested everything within the island, you are forced to move and trying to find something else. There's no like uh, dedicated map to tell you that you need to go to this area. So every time you spawn in a new chapter, like the map is completely different. The, you, know, you start... Mm -hmm on your boat bobbing around in the ocean and you've kind of like got to look around and think, oh, look, there's land over there, set sail. The wind changes constantly, so the sailing aspect isn't a, ca a case of just pop the sail up and off you go. You've got to kind of okay. use the wind. You, you mm -hmm. change the direction of the sail. Um, uh, there's, there's stuff like there's sharks in the sea that can attack you and things like that, so you've constantly got to be on the lookout for stuff. It's just very interesting. It's very... Um, other than obviously fighting spiritually tight monsters and, and ghosts and stuff like that, it, sure. it's very, very logical and true to what I'd expect real life to be for survival. You'd literally have to hunt well, like small pigs and animals to, to get meat and skin and their bones and you have to use sticks and you, you've got to create rope from grass and things. So it's very much like, and you, you 
you can go back to the same island at Oslo, so you can build like a clay oven and you can build little pots that you kind of make potions in to heal you and things like that. But you've got to make everything from scratch. So you've got to find the clay, you've got to make the kiln, then you've got to find more clay to make the pots. And it's just, it's just very interesting. It's very like stripped back because it's not overly uh, difficult to play and it's not overly. Mm -hmm. They, they've put a lot of work into it, but they haven't put too much in. And it's not mm -hmm. unbelievable, which is what I really like about it. It's just nice and easy to play. Um, there's a lot of, there's still quite a lot of mystery in the game, which I enjoy. Like, it's not, I don't know, it's just not overly done. It's not overly cooked. They've got it just right. And sure. Sure. Nice. So. That's cool. What else? Um, that That's pretty much about it. Um, like I've been doing a lot of painting, so um, that's kind of took up a bit of time. Uh, on Saturday, after I took Logan to, well, so let's think. When did the? It was Thursday night, wasn't it? The whole Mario movie trailer reveal was Thursday night. Yeah, I think so. So yeah. Friday, so Friday morning, I, I I saw the picture for the the Mario poster. I saw that. Didn't show Logan it straight away. I showed him it on Thursday, and then said to him, "Look, while you're in bed." they're going to release the video for the, the trailer so when you wake up in the morning we'll watch that and he was super excited oh i'm sure um and then i kind of said to him well there's a mario game you haven't played yet because he's he's constantly playing super mario 3d land on his little ds that he's got oh that's the, cool the, so i said to him like there's a game called mario odyssey it's on the switch we can play that together and, you know he's seen videos of people playing it's like you know the one with cappy and he's like oh yeah, yeah i really want to play that one to play it so after motorbikes on saturday um we went to game which where i pre-ordered uh, mario rabbits um we picked up um mario odyssey which i had to buy new at 44 pounds so this, that was still holding its money really well, really well. Yeah, you know those darn Nintendo games. I tell you, they never go down. Yeah. So we've been playing that quite a bit together. He's been happy. We've gone through the first couple of worlds, um, but because of the trailer, it's dropped. Like it's Mario Madness in the house. So I've been playing Paper Mario, the original one on the N sixty four. Been playing Mario Rabbids and I've been playing Mario Odyssey. So it's been kind of like just lots of Switch stuff. So nice. Nice. Uh, so what you? So we're here. What did you think of the? What did you think of the trailer to the movie? Since we're talking, Mario? I'm so excited. It's unbelievable. It's like I, I text my dad because um, he took me to the 1993 Super Mario Bros. The live action with Bob Hoskins. In, that was the first movie he ever took me to the cinema to see. So like I sent my dad a link to the trailer and said like, well, this is a blast from the past. I can remember you taking me to the cinema to see the first one. So I'm really excited to take Logan to see this. Um, so yeah, I loved it. I, um, I think Jack Black as Bowser is brilliant. I think that's going to be really good. I liked, uh, Kame's voice really well. I think the, the, like the fact that he sounds a little bit older and a bit different to everybody else is really good. And you don't just get the novel squeak that we get from him. Mm -hmm. Um, Charlie Day as Luigi, even though it's only two bits of sound that we get from Luigi and that snippet at the end. Oh, I can't, I just, I can't wait. And, the more I think about it and the more I listen to other people talk about it, I'm like, Illumination have done a really good job here of being able to spin many different films or series off this. And we know they're really good for making characters like the whole Gru and Minions thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we got 
Despicable Me, which you know introduced people to the minions, and then the minions have had movies and they've had little side bits and pieces here and there. Um, I'd be really excited if from this Mario film that we get like a little bit of Toad action, we get a bit of Luigi action, we get a bit of Donkey Kong action, and then off the side of that, you get like a Luigi's Mansion series, you get a whole Toad the Treasure Tracker kind of series. Hmm. And you know, and they just you know, they they can create a whole universe. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, that that's interesting. That yeah, I could see I could see all that. I I thought it was great. I loved it as well. I thought the humor was fantastic. Uh, Jack Black was probably the best voice to me out of all of them. That I I mean you know you didn't hear many of any really, but but I just thought his Bowser was really well, was was really good. Um, Chris Pratt's Mario, I think, will be fine. I don't think it's going to be awesome or amazing. Like, Jack Black seems like it just feels really good. And maybe if I hear Chris Pratt enough, I'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm good. Um, but it wasn't anything that, like, made me want to, like, turn it off or, or not see it or anything like that. Totally day one on this. Uh, showed it to the kiddos. Like, same with you. They loved it. They can't wait to see more of it. Um, so, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a day. It'll be probably one of the because. I'm not a big like I need to see this movie right now. Like a lot of times I'm like, I'll just wait and see it in the in uh, like when it comes to streaming or whatever. Um, but this will be day one. I'm at the theater probably for the first time in many a year to see a movie. So very excited too. Yeah, I'm definitely like I, I looked and it wasn't on our local cinemas listing to to pre-book yet. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So but. Once it does, once it becomes available, we'll be straight on it. And I know for a fact that there'll be me, Lindsay, Logan, Emily, um, Jaya. And I spoke to her about it. Wasn't entirely sure, um, but I even joked to her mom and said, "Look, I might even bring my dad because you know we we went and watched the 1993 version together. I'd, mm-hmm. It'd be funny, it'd be, like it'd be cool." Yeah. With, but yeah, yep, yeah, no, I'm just I think excited. Yep, yeah, and I didn't I, mind Chris like, Pratt's voice as yeah. Mario because there was a small amount of Brooklyn twang to, to what we did here. And like, I think I had to, I had to school Lindsay a little bit and say, look, you have to remember that Mario is an, is an Italian plumber from Brooklyn. He's not an Italian plumber from Italy. So that's a, you know, we've never had him really voiced. And I think you, that's well put. I didn't mind it. Like I wasn't like, Oh, like I was with Jack Black. I was like, Oh, that sounds so good. And with what I heard with him, I was like, oh, yeah, OK, sure. That's good. Um, it does. It does seem it's interesting. I can't wait to see more of the plot or hear more of the plot because it sure looks like Mario doesn't know where he's at. So uh, he seems like he's in a new new place to him when he when he enters the Mushroom Kingdom, kind of gets like puked out of some portal. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see where where they're going with this um, and how definitely. Going. I, I I just can't wait for any more trailers. So I want to like we want to see how Princess Peach is worked into this, and like you say, you want to see more story. That's mm-hmm. the yep, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, anything else for you, sir? No, I'll, we'll talk about Costume Quest together when you get to it, because it's, it's both on our list. So. Yeah, sure. That sounds uh, that sounds good. Um, I will start with Disney Dreamlight Valley because uh, I have to give you my weekly update. Um, I am rolling through with that. I got Minnie now, so uh, she's she's now in the island or on the uh, in town or whatever. 
Um, and I absolutely still love that game. I got everything in the event. I'm very excited to see. So they're giving you six days now to spend your, your event money. And then basically that's closing down for good, it seems like, if you haven't yet bought the items you want to buy or want to buy. Um, and then so I'm very interested to see if they roll directly into another event or if they wait or what their what their plan is there. I'm, I'm really interested to see how they're playing this out. So I could I could see them quite easily rolling into maybe a Halloween, like, you know, mm. Nightmare Before Christmas event. Oh, quite yeah. easy. Yeah, that would be fantastic. I'm down for all that. I'm here for it. Um, I, I really like it. It's uh, it's fun because it's it's right up my alley. I do spend too much time. Like I sat down this morning and I was like, I'm just going to play like 30 minutes. And then I just kept rolling into it. But I'm not so into it like I was with, with Animal Crossing where it's like, oh, I can't miss a day. You know, if I miss a day, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's gonna, <laughs> I'm going to feel like I missed something. So like, you know, I didn't play all weekend long. We had a really busy weekend. Um, so I played it on Friday and then I didn't get to it again. Um, actually maybe I, did I play on Saturday? Maybe I played on Saturday and I didn't play Sunday and Monday. Um, so yeah, but I'm absolutely loving it. Um, I played Medieval Dynasty, which dropped last week, which is a town building survival man, people management game. Um, in the midi set in the medieval times this game should be all for me it should be my cup of tea it it seems like it could be but it struggles i don't know if it's just the s or if it's the x as well but it struggles on the s i mean you're talking really bad popping and you're talking to a guy who does not i am not a graphics guy like i don't care about that stuff i'm usually the last to mention it but like when I'm running and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, there's a tree there. Like, like <laughs> it just like appears. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. You know, and it's just like, and little bushes are popping up everywhere as you run. And you're not like running on, you're not like, you don't have a horse. You're not, you're just, you know, running like a guy. You know, so you're not going super fast. Um, and then I started to play. It's very convoluted, but I, I, I'm not going to hold that against it because I think, it wants you to it wants you to struggle in the beginning to learn the systems to make you know just like you would if you were thrown into this world in in the beginning so um my only complaint is the, the this is a very this is a, a switch complaint the um uh or a complaint that you get a lot with the switch the font is so small and there seems to be no way that i can tell to like make it larger. I mean, my TV's pretty good size and I was like kind of squinting and I don't know. I, I There was a very, very little exclamation mark to show me where I was supposed to go. And I had to, I had to zoom all the way into the map to be able to find it, which is also annoying because when I back out of the map and come back in, it immediately pulls <laughs> me all the way back out. So I have to press the button a bunch of times to zoom all the way back in every time. Um, so there are a lot, I mean, this is a game that's been out for a while, so it's very odd to me, but not on console. This is his first foray on console. So uh, I think they got a lot to work out on the console side of things. Um, in the end, I stopped, I, I crafted an axe. I was supposed to chop some trees to make my first house. I chopped down a tree uh, and then the tree fell over and then lifted off the ground and suspended in the air. And then I got stuck in the trunk. So that's how it ended. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going back to this. Um, and there's even, 
this is how much this is how much they don't trust their game, Sean. There's even an unstuck button. L literally, like you hit the plus, you hit the you hit the pause menu, and you can go down and click unstuck, and then it moved me from the trunk. But then, um, so I thought, okay, I'll be fine. But then it dropped me about four feet in the ground. So then my knees were stuck in the ground. So uh, yeah, this <sighs> this is the this is my first foray into medieval dynasty, and until I hear of some patches will be my last. So, that's that. And, I, and yeah, I'm just, I'd love to see those I'm, patches, by the way. I'm just looking into this, and um, a lot of people are saying exactly the same. Um, that for And a lot of people are saying for a game preview, but I don't think this is in its game preview format anymore. It originally dropped in September 2020. Yeah, um, I didn't know if it's in game preview. I must have missed it. Um, that that's news to me. Um, no, I don't think I don't think it is. Um, I mean, yeah. this is made in the Unreal Engine, so you shouldn't be having those kind of issues graphically in the oh, Unreal Engine. Yeah, they they were they they I mean they remind me of old school 3D issues. You know, like just going through stuff, falling through the ground, that kind of stuff. Like it, it it was not it was not pretty, and I I was not gonna deal with it anymore. Um, but there is something there. I mean, it it's it's got a really if they can clean it up, and I I'm guessing it works on the PC because when this was announced, everybody was very excited for this game. I mean, I, I heard yeah. a lot of people talk about, oh, I can't believe it's coming, can't wait to play it. So I'm guessing these are console only issues, um, or else I can't imagine it'd be getting the praise that it got when the announcement came. Yeah, I'm, it's got a nine out of ten for, from on Steam. Yeah. So on PC and PC Gamer gave it a seventy four percent. So I can't see the pc people having the same issues the console guys have it yeah yeah so hopefully that gets fixed because man there's a lot there that's real fun um no doubt about it evil i played evil this is the among us like game dropped today um except it's a little bit it's a 3d it's 3d um version you're in this fantasy land um there's conspirators you're given a you're given the ability to do like one of my my person both times could make these gates. Um, it's it's it could be fun, but I don't know yet. I played three games. The first game we all the the whole thing fell apart. Nobody won. Nobody lost. The, the second two games, I'm guessing the conspirators left because I ended up just winning. It's somebody left and then it said victory. And the, my real gripe about this game is it uses a lobby system. So, like, when you go in, you have to then, you, you say you want to play a game, it gives you all these options to choose from, all these different people who have created lobbies. Then you have to choose a lobby and wait old school style for that game to start. Like, if you're playing with a party, obviously that's how you're going to play. You're going to create a room and you're going to get everybody in there. But if I'm just by myself, like, let me just hit play and find me a place to be. Like, you know, go through the list of rooms that you know you're creating, find the one that's ready to go, shove me in it, and get me going. Like, I I don't Doesn't, want this. It does that in Among Us, though, as well. Yeah. I don't it, know, because the, the, the only time I've ever played it is with randoms, and mm -hmm. uh, you have to pick a room depending on how many people are in it and the rules, and then you kind of, have to sit and wait and sometimes you get kicked out of that because they don't yeah. want random people in it why do they do that i mean i, I so I, to be honest i've never really played among us by myself um we had a group of five or six friends and we always played with them so 
But yeah, I mean, why can't it be like Splatoon where it's like, I'm by myself. I say I want to play Turf War, you know, and it just, it doesn't make me pick out of like 15 rooms, try to figure out which one it was. Although funny yeah. story, Sean, when you go into one of the rooms, you have to press Y and apparently they don't have a way to kick you out. Okay. To, like the host <laughs> can't kick you out of that room. So, so I press the, I say, sure, I'll be in this room. And then my phone rings one of the few times for work. So I set my controller down and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. And so, and I mute it, obviously, you know, because I don't want, I don't want whoever I'm talking to to hear. And then I, I'm done with the phone call. I turn it on and all I hear is, effing Nintendo. He's holding our, a room hostage at effing Nintendo. And I'm like, oh, shit, what's going on? And I hadn't pressed Y to be ready. So nobody could play the, nobody could start the match until I, and everybody was just like cussing me out. I was like, I'm ready now. Sorry. <laughs> I had a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> it was great, though. But, uh, yeah, they, they need to find a way to kick out those uh, people who aren't doing what they're supposed to do so that the rest of, it, of them can play. Um, so, that I mean, I can't even really talk much about the game style. I, I, didn't, I didn't get enough into it. I will say it's very, um, what do you want? It, it's very, like, season passes, pass. You know, it's got, when you come to it, it really looks like Fall Guys when you first open up the thing, like you have all the, you have all the bars about what's going on and you know, how far you've come and where you are in the season and what you can collect and all that stuff. Uh, and so it really, see, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm done with that kind of yeah. mechanic in a game. Um, yeah. I mean, after playing things like Sonic races, mobile, Maricat world tour mobile, and then uh, asphalt racing and stuff like that. I'm really done with that. We've got this event going, this event mm -hmm. going, this and, this and it's like just I just want to play the game. Leave me yeah. alone. Which yeah. I think is one of the reasons why, like shovel night dig on my phone, I'm currently like addicted into that at the moment because you the, the game loads up and then you get straight into it. There's no there's there's no issue with uh, you you know you're this close to unlocking this achievement and you're you know. Purchase this now, and this is on sale. And it's like, ugh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised by that. I didn't realize that that was gonna be like its its backbone. Um, but you know, I'll, I'll I'll probably hop in a couple more times. I think this, as with Among Us, can could be very fun if you find that group of you know six to eight people that you can hop in with and play. So it's got the same, I did go through the whole tutorial. So I did kind of get a feel of how the whole thing works. Um, you get to do these tasks during the day and then you sleep and then the conspirators are out. And hopefully the task, like the one time I laid a trap in front of my door and I caught one of the conspirators trying to come in, but they can come in and kill you. And then, you know, that's that. So if I could get through an entire match, I could probably learn more of the ins and outs of it and maybe have a good time. But the problem is that hasn't happened yet. Um, that said, on to the gem of games that dropped today for me. Uh, a 2010 tenner, which I find funny, feels like it should be a Games with Gold game. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Costume Quest. So yep. this game is simple, but come, it's a double fine game. It's got hilarious dialogue. I mean, absolutely spot on. Um, you're walking around a neighborhood trying to find your twin sister who has been abducted. And it's an uh, turn-based RPG-style game. You knock on doors. Sometimes you get candy. Sometimes you find a troll and you jump into a battle. I mean, this game, oh, the, you should you play this game. It is 
fun. And I'm not even a turn-based RPG guy, just to be just no. to be real honest. But it makes me laugh, and I I love the humor. I I'm sold. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, and the battle system is really nice as well. Mm-hmm. Where um, you know you you can select an attack, and then you've got a qu- like a quick time event to kind of spice that attack up, um, and you know you get a, a charged attack which you know generates after two turns. It's really simple. There isn't a mm-hmm. great deal for what I've experienced yet. There isn't a great deal of dynamics to that. It's just a case of battle away you've yep it's in it's it, yeah I, I like i agree it's very simple it's straightforward um I, I like the feel you get with the game you literally feel like you're a kid walking around the streets in halloween going from door yeah. to door knocking on stuff getting candy mm-hmm. there's trash cans you can smash you can wail away at those with your uh, little halloween bucket and you get yeah. more candy from it i haven't figured out what the candy's for yet okay okay you will it won't take you too long you'll get there um so. Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, this game lives and dies for me though on the dialogue. Like it just, like when I listen to him in the beginning, him and the, him and the twin sister, like argue back and forth with mom, mom and dad and talk to each other. Oh, it just reminds me of Noah so much. And it just, it's just so, it's just so adorable. Like it's so spot on the way the two like banter back and forth and they're like, you need to why don't you just walk in front of me so I don't have, I'm going to walk in front of you so I don't have to look at your face. I mean, it's just like, it's, yeah. it's just so two kids talking to each other, you know, that are siblings. I mean, it's so fantastic. It's real well, really well done. And, it, and, the, and it's not overly heavy with the dialogue. No. Yeah. Um, when you're talking to like the NPCs as you're walking around, that's not too heavy and it's really yep. quick. It's it, like, almost it's too quick. Perf- yeah. It's at the almost perfect pace yeah. for reading. So as, as you're reading it, the dialogue then suddenly disappears and the next one starts. So you've got to constantly be reading. There's no, like you can't skip through it. You can, you know, it doesn't pause and wait for you. So, yeah, I was trying to find a spot in the very, in like I had, I'd gone through the first little bit and I was into the next like cut scene. It's not really a cut scene, but like where they're doing dialogue. And I wanted to be like, Sean, this, this game is a gem. It's really good. But like every time I went to pick up my phone, I was like, I cannot not look at the screen because I want to know what they say next. So I'm going to have to wait. Um, so yeah, yeah, re- really. What I mean, this is such a surprise. I never expected this to be the game that I'm like, yeah, but this, this is the game. Um, now that said, I haven't played Coral Island, but um, that dropped today, yeah. but uh, this game is, is real good. So, so yeah, it's, it's really like the cost, each costume you have does different stuff. So I don't know if you swapped the costume out and tried the other one at the start. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So I think that's pretty cool as well. And each one comes with its unique extra ability that you can like do as you're walking around. So like the robot one that you get straight away, you can roll around on a pair of skates. Mm-hmm. So, yep. And you yeah. need them all. It's just, like it, it's not, which I, I told you this in the pre, in, when, in the pre-show, we don't have a pre-show, but before we uh, recorded, um, it reminds me a little bit of nobody saves the world in the sense that um, now that's an action RPG. This is turn-based, but, um, but in the sense that all these costumes are needed to traverse the world, like they all play their own part. You need their special little ability to, to get in nooks and crannies and to get in different places. And they all have different effects. When you go into the turn-based battles, they all give you different things. Um, So yeah, I've gotten three costumes so far uh, working for a fourth one. 
And uh, it's not a long game. I looked it up on how long to beat because I was like, oh, how long am I going to be in this? I want to beat this. It's only supposed to be around five and a half hours if you just want to complete it. So, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely give it a go. It's uh, there's nothing in here that I wouldn't say is kid friendly, um, you know, for I mean, I would let no one Ariel watch it. That'd be fine. So, um, yeah, real, real good. Yep. Totally agree. All right, um, that is our Xbox Spotlight. Let's move into the potty chat. So we have two questions this week. Um, we've got one from Hambone Johnny and one from John Blanco. Um, just very quickly going to scan Twitter one last time before I finalize, but just in case we always get latecomers. Uh, but yeah, Mr. Hamburg Johnny, he got in touch with us via a an email, which is nice. Um, it's our first uh, community first community email. Um, so I have that loaded up in front of me. The email says, "Hey, it's Hamburg Johnny. My son asked to be a bat for Halloween. Not Batman. Not a vampire bat. Just a plain old bat." Of all the things you can choose from, I am completely perplexed by the, this bat request. So his question is, do you have any odd costume stories from your kids or when you were a kid? Um, a bat. Just a bat, huh? Hmm. That's, uh, that's really interesting. Um, I had a mom who loved to sew and make costumes and actually becca loves to make costumes as well right actually right now we are going to be we are going to be sonic this year so um when i say sonic i mean the sonic universe um which kind of makes me puke a little in my mouth because you know you know i'm not a huge sonic fan but whatever um i i kept wanting to be the ring okay like y'all need Y'all need the ring, but she wouldn't let me be like the ring from Sonic. So um, I don't even know who I'm going to be anymore. I don't even remember. But like she's she's making Knuckles and Sonic and Amy. And uh, so we are always all themed. Last year we were Scooby-Doo characters. Uh, so, yeah. So, so, so this is really easy. I could know her Sonic. Um, Ariel could be Tails. Becca could be Amy. And you could be Knuckles. Yeah, I don't, this is how I'm not remo- I don't want to say I'm removed from it, but this is how much like it's Beck it's my wife, it's Becca's thing and I just let her roll with it. I don't even get in the way of it. I know she loves it. I wouldn't dare take it from her. So, like I don't even know who's who to be honest. I know she, I've seen her make a knuckle. I know I think Noah's knuckles. He he specifically asked to be knuckles. Um That's so interesting. uh so yeah, I don't even know who's. I don't even know who I'm gonna be, but I know that she will hand me a costume and I will wear it because I'm good with it. One one year we were, <laughs> where were we we were fruit, and I was a pineapple, and I wore a gigantic like two foot cellophane hat that she had made, like it was with cardboard and cellophane coming out of it for the for like the the pineapple top part. And, you know, that's just, I would never, I would, I just kind of do it. That's like my, my Halloween husband duty is like, okay, you give me the costume and I promise you I won't complain. I will put it on and I will be happy with it. So. 
Yeah. I, ha- I have not really ever had any strange requests from the kids. Um, Logan want- Logan's either his time currently between being Jack Skeleton or a Ghostbuster, which he's got like a really cool Ghostbusters outfit that I found for him the other day. Um, but yeah, never really any odd. Like Emily's super hyped because she's with us for Halloween this year. Um, like a, over a mum, she doesn't really do much regards Halloween. Uh, so she's hopefully she's with us. She's going to be a corpse bride this year. Um, I once dressed up as Kickass, you know the from the movie Kickass. I once had oh, the full yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the mask, the the gloves, the the full outfit. So I had that once. Um, but yeah, I've never had any strange requests, and I am really I'm confused as to why just a bat, not Batman, like or a vampire bat. But I suppose. The mystery behind bats and how they see and how they fly around and never fly into anything. I suppose that's always a, a quirky, weird, scary thing. So. Mm-hmm. Now, I can tell you a funny story um, that's from you got to go a generation back for, with with when my mom was a kid and my, my grandmother, like my mom and her, my aunt always tell the story of how for like four years. So my grandmother came over from Poland didn't know a whole lot about Halloween and all that jazz and would swap the same two costumes for the two of them. Like one year, one was a hobo and one was a ghost. And then the next year they just kind of, and they did that for like three or four years. And like, they always, like my mom and aunt always tell this, always tell the story of like, I'm another freaking ghost again this year. We're always the same two things. (laughs) Apparently they, I don't know if they didn't have the money or there just wasn't store-bought costumes. And my grandmother had no idea how to make a costume. And so she had those two things and she would flop them back and forth for like, I don't know, three years is the story I've been told. So I'm glad that I didn't have to deal with that. <laughs> a ghost or a yeah. hobo over and over. And then <laughs> when, at, the, at the previous power station that I worked at, the overalls we had to wear were just navy blue, just all navy blue. There was no like high-vis stripes or anything like that. Um, so I once dressed as Mike, um, yeah, Michael Myers because that mm-hmm. was really easy. Because mm-hmm. blue boiler suit, boots, mask, that was easy. So... I, I'm dying to because like I've got the bald head. I'm dying to like be able to grow goatee and just go Heisenberg because and I've said yeah. that for years because I can grow a really good goatee, but um, it just takes a lot of pre-planning and I'm a bit too late for that this year. So my my wife when she was in college, they did a Wizard of Oz theme and she was the house. So she like literally <laughs> made like like she made a house for herself and then one of her friends went as. Uh, Oh, the the wicked witch, and so yeah. I I when I, I see those pictures, I always think lots of hilarious. lots of sitting on a friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so the, the last so, the yeah. last the last little bit to uh, Hambone's email says apparently pumpkins are a scary thing too. Have we got any insights to that? And he attached a little video of his kid saying um, that you know, pumpkins are pretty scary too. So I mean, pumpkins can be scary. They, I mean. You can make a, you can carve a pumpkin and it can be goofy and silly and fun or like some of those things like I don't know do do you get the food do you get the food channel over there like like we you, have food channels yeah um, yeah one but, of them's like always like carving pumpkins and some of those like are freaking freaky man how they do it I mean that yeah if I was a kid I'd be scared if I was an adult yeah, Lo- I'd be Logan's low 
Logan isn't afraid of pumpkins. That guy lives for them. We currently have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen pumpkins just in my living room as I'm looking around. <laughs> and that's a mixture of crocheted ones and then actual pumpkins that we've been to a pumpkin patch recently have picked. Mm, we're doing and that this from weekend. A very, from a various of colors as well. So I've got some, I've got one that looks like a watermelon, I've got orange, we've got white, we've got yellow. It's just the, the kid absolutely lives for the pumpkin life. So, um, but we got like a really nice tall one. It's really tall and quite slim and slender. Um, and he wants me to carve an Among Us figure. Oh, Not cool. an imposter. Like he doesn't want the imposter yeah. monster. He just wants an Among Us figure. That's kind of fun. Yeah, that's and it's really the first neat. time I've ever had to, you know, where you scrape scrape it back so yes. you can just see for it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I need to learn how to do that this year. <laughs> so you need to get the right tools. Like you're gonna need to go. I so I love pumpkin carving. Like if 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 I could have chose a different path in life, I would have been like a like a like a fr- those fruit sculptor people you always see. You know, I don't know how you make a living out of that, but if I could make a living doing that. I would love to like perfect the thing because I always and I I you go on Amazon and you can buy these scraper tools and then on they're like they have like edges that are sharp and you can just kind of scrape off the skin and then the flesh until you get down and it takes it like it's hard because you can't always tell how deep you are and then you know it only once is all you need and you're like you just totally ruined it you know so but that yeah you got to get the right tools to do it or otherwise it become it's a real it's really hard to do with just like a spoon or something like that you got to have the right stuff but yeah i i love doing that kind of detail on pumpkin carving and here's another one for you i because uh, i've been doing a little bit of reading about pumpkin cabin do you cut from the top or do you cut from the bottom like, we do you cut, cut from the, the top b- off bottom last year for the first time ever, we cut from the bottom, and it actually is legit because water doesn't get in the pumpkin when it rains, so the pumpkins lasted quite a bit longer outside because we put them on the steps and we put fake little candles in them. And so, yeah, I at least that's my like that's my assumption. Now, granted, some water's yeah. coming in from the carving part, but it's not you know it's not as much. The top shrinks after a few days because the water starts to dry out of it. And then it it's not it doesn't set like it did in the very beginning. And then water starts to get in and then that's the end of it. And so yeah, and we that's, did bottom. Uh, everything I've been reading says you should cut from the bottom. Yeah. It's easier to remove the in the inside, all the seeds and stuff. And that's an easier job to do rather than try because obviously the seeds all grow from the bottom up. Right. Um yeah. and yeah, a lot of people are saying they stay drier for longer, so they stay you know, fresher for longer. So yep. this yeah. year is going to be the the year we cut from the bottom. So. Nice. Yeah, last year was the first year we did it. Becca was like, let's try this. And I was like, you are friggin' nuts. But she was she was right. So, cool. Anyway, thank you very much, Mr. Hammer and Johnny, for that. That, that broke into a good, interesting conversation. <laughs> um, John Blanco from Days After Dark. His question is, what are your favorite spooky games? And I can probably answer that quite quickly for you because you don't like them. So. <laughs> yeah, Costume Quest. <laughs> I legit was thinking, this is the first real Halloween game that I've played, to be honest. Um, no, but I will say Luigi's Mansion. I know it's yeah, not yeah. like super spooky. Okay, I get it. But Luigi's Mansion and uh, literally I was thinking, wow, this is a great game. This is a great Halloween game. I don't play a lot of these. But between those two, those are my, those are about as spooky as Nick gets. 
Yeah, my my see, I love I love the Resident Evil series. Um, I like the Outlast series. I like the Silent Hill series. So I'm a big horror game person. I like I absolutely love them. But for my favorite spooky game has got to be the original Outlast game because I haven't played anything that has made me literally go <clears throat> and scream in real life while playing it. So Outlast Two. Could you try again? No, no, I don't want to try again. <laughs> um, God damn it. Uh, <laughs> but no, the, the original Outlast is very different to the second one. The second one, I think they kind of got the idea that they wanted to be a tactical, scary game, where in the first one, you were literally just walking around an insane asylum armed with a video camera. There's no weapons. You can just hide. Um, that game scares the living crap out of um, So, yeah. Uh, which leads me into the second part of this question of what makes a game spooky to you? So for you, what what makes, because I know you, we have different takes, so what, you don't like the jumpy, scary stuff. No, I don't like the jumpy, scary stuff. And I, I don't know if I really talked about this on, on, um, on, on like the actual podcast. I, I like if I'm really into a game or it's intense for me, like I will actually dream about it. Whereas like because I know we've talked about like, oh, I'm watching this vampire movie or whatever, this vampire series. And you'll be like, how are you watching that? But you won't play like Resident Evil. <laughs> like if I watch a movie or something like that, I don't like dream about it or it just it just doesn't like it doesn't hit me the same way to where I do that. Whereas with this stuff, Resident Evil was the first game I played where like. I had dreams about it that night, and I was like, mm -mm, "No, I ain't doing this again. Not happening. Not happening. I don't want any part of this." And so, uh, yeah, one, I can't remember which one it was, but it was one of them. And and so, um, anything that involves the the zombies or the you know jumpy scaries and all that fun stuff, I'm I'm that that's that I'm out on all that. I I consider that close to horror. And so spooky fun for me is like Luigi's Mansion and stuff like that. Yeah. So for me, for a game to be spooky, it's got to have. And um, Hygio, the guy behind Silent Hill, he has this like to an absolute T. So for me, a game to be spooky and scary and a little like to, to get the heart racing for me has got to have the perfect amount of time where something doesn't happen but you're waiting for it to happen. And I think they did this in Silent Hill. It was in Silent Hill 3. At the start of the game, you're kind of walking down this really long winding thing. And this seems to go on for ages. And the music keeps changing and things kind of like judder and shake around a little bit. And you constantly, because you know the game's a scary horror game. So you're expecting something to happen. But nothing happens. Nothing happens in that walk but it's perfectly the right amount of time for you to get to the point where your palms are getting a bit sway and you're like, something's going to happen. I'm like, I'm on my edge of my seat here. It's going to, and then nothing happens. And that to me is the, the psychological experience that you get mm -hmm. from playing a game that's scary where you're waiting for it to happen. And that to me is what Outlast has. Outlast just has that like you kind of, when I first played it, I wasn't expecting the, the horror that was, that was inside the, the insane asylum. Obviously it's a big, huge abandoned insane asylum you know you're going in there, you know there's going to be horrific stuff. But I didn't realize that there was no way of fighting back. So as soon as that, I was like, you have no defense other than to run and hide. I was like, no, nope, 
this isn't for me. And it took me ages. And I don't think I ever have finished that game. It's taken me ages to get to different paths because I can only play it in sections. I can only play it for so long. And then I've had too much. Yeah. So well, like with like with Resident Evil, I can I can I could sit and play through any of the Resident Evil games now without having to take a break. So mm-hmm. I think you 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 hit on two you hit on two things that make that 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 they they play into. One is no no way of fighting back, or maybe even worse, like a limited way of fighting back. Right? right? I mean, like if Resident Evil just gave you like. AK-47s and and all the ammo you ever wanted, it would be more of like a zombie shooter, right? It would be more something like that. But instead, they give you like I don't know what I don't I don't know what some of the older ones give you, but I know you you had the handgun and you ha- you were always like shit. I have like three bullets, you know, and it was always <laughs> so limiting that ammo and just like when you use those last little bits, it's like uh, and then um. This happens to me not in like super spooky games, but even in just like action shooters. And I, I think they do it also. You can tell me. And it's kind of like what you're saying, but it's you do something where you like you enter a building where you expect there to be enemies and there's not. And you do that like two or three times. And then all of a sudden you enter a room and then you've they've like they've like gotten you used to like, OK, we're good. This isn't here. It's not going to happen, you know. And then you enter the room and they do just the opposite. And you're just like, ah so yeah yeah the whole the gotcha effect yeah so, yeah, yeah exactly. resident evil's got a perfect balance of they drip feed you enough like obviously the the healing side of it was first aid sprays and green and green herbs they, they drip feed you just enough ammunition that if you're a good shot you can get through the game in like in a breeze um, they did that in one, two, and Nemesis, Resident Evil Three. Resident Evil Four was a completely different kind of style of game because that was you were meant to kind of go through that arcade style. Hmm. So, like when I play that in VR, it's just a blast. It's an absolute hilarious game where you kind of moving around and you, you, you your aim is a lot better because you're using your hands. But when you were mm-hmm. playing it as a console, and I know they were talking about this um, in their episode that that game was difficult with a controller because the sensitivity issues were, were crazy and the controls were a bit clumsy sometimes. And if you weren't used to playing the game, you could fall over yourself quite easy. Um, so Resident Evil's got that perfect balance between have I got enough ammo and how much health do I have? And you've constantly got to go into the inventory and in and out of the inventory to see that because you the, the only way you can tell is by how the character walks. Um, in the more recent games, you can tell by like how the character like the vibrations and the screen changes ever so slightly and sometimes like you could they, they, they bring up like a heart rate monitor which should tell you as well but but yeah a good spooky like is going back to it, a good spooky game for me is one where you are quite defenseless um and the only option you've got is to run run and mm-hmm. hide yeah like hello neighbor hello neighbor was quite a creepy game <laughs> because yeah that's true like there's the there's the like you've got to sneak around, you've got to get caught, the music changes, you get that anxiety, like, where is he? I can't see him, but I know he's coming because obviously the music's changed. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Good. Good point. Uh, and just very quickly, that that's all different from party chat, but I have a message here that we got on Twitter that I want to read out. That I was supposed to read out last week, and I didn't, from Timothy Barton. 
Um, he messaged and said, hey, just wanted to say thanks for all the great content. I drive a lot for work and love listening to the podcast. Also, really enjoy hearing you guys talk about the kids. My wife and I are expecting our first around Christmas, so congratulations to the Bartons. Um, and I'm so excited to do all the dad stuff with him and eventually play video games together. So hearing you guys just gets, get, just gets me more excited for all the ups and downs. Keep up the great work, guys. Um, so thank you very much, Tim Murphy, for reaching out to us. It's really nice. Uh, I like the message. Um, and I wish you and your wife all the best for a newborn Christmas. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a ride, man. It's a lot of fun to have a little dude to play games with and to show and to kind of just kind of bring into video gaming is pretty awesome. So I can't wait. For yeah. You. So we and, do and have Logan, one. And... Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, go on. Sorry. OK, we have one other question from Acid TK 03. Oh, yeah. Through chat. Um, he asks, uh, what's a backlog game you have completed? I beat Splinter Cell Conviction this week. Honestly, should have beat it back then because it was great uh backlog mm. game for me it was luigi's mansion 3 um i played that game up until the last boss got all the way there couldn't do it stopped playing it completely wrote the game off so went all the way back to the beginning um replayed the game all the way through and beat the last boss and that's been the most recent backlog game that i've completed semi backlog game would be a plague tale um but it's not that far back ori will of the wisps that would be a little bit farther back i think maybe they were close to the same time i don't know um so those are probably two of them spirit fairer there's another one this year that i i went back to finish um because i i hadn't i hadn't got it done i hadn't got it done um oh 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 how did i miss it i beat breath of the wild this year that's right that's that's my backlog game of the year. <laughs> yeah forgot totally um, forgot i had done that this year if you want to go to backlog game that neither of us have finished this it takes two i've got halo infinite that, that i need to go and finish uh yeah you do come yeah, on do. <laughs> yeah um, it takes two yeah we are really good at starting um uh that developers games i can't it, it left me who who makes it takes two and not finishing because we've we've started both of them uh the the prisoner one and it takes two and not yeah. finished either maybe we should do that over extra life sean we should just do the all of their games and finish and finish both of them wherever we left it left off at sounds good to me yeah so, like, do that. I've, I've i've got my i mean my games and apps section and for games that i need to go back to and finish uh i've got uh coffee talk dead space Deathloop, dreamlight valley escape academy far cry 5 <laughs> okay well dreamlight um, valley is never being beat so let's just you know <laughs> yeah. i guess it's going it takes on two, um i've got the inner world which is which was a games with gold games that i picked up um Power Wash Simulator, got that to go at. Prodeus, got that to finish. Uh, Spelunky 2, which I don't think I'm going to ever get to the end of because that game is just ridiculously difficult, but great fun. So yeah, I've got, I've got a couple. I've got a couple there that I need to go back and, and play some more. But, nice. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to have That's cool. Yet. I need to... Uh, Splinter Cell Conviction, is that on? is that on the old Game Pass? 
Wouldn't mind trying. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. While we're looking for that, I do want to remind people that very soon uh, we are ending our Achievement Hunters contest. Ooh, so yeah, yeah. Um, hurry up and get those submitted for Deathloop if you've been playing it. Um, if you haven't, that's fine. But yep. nope, it's uh, We've also got, obviously, our Extra Life event still going on. That's ongoing. Um, so your donations, anything above $5 gets you an idea Xbox game code. I think we were asked recently by Ninja Luxbox, Mr. Johnston Lance, if we have any codes left. Uh, I believe we've got quite a few left. We do. Yep. Yep. You want you want a code? Get five dollar donation. Get you a code. And uh, yeah, we'll just go with that for now. Yep. And then one that I keep forgetting about to mention to everybody is obviously the co-op campaigns. So uh, subscriptions on YouTube, reviews on Apple Podcasts, and it follows here on twitch mm -hmm. um any of those once we get the two hour targets there is a monetary reward based on that i think it was 50 dollars per target that we achieved so you know jump in get involved um, you've got a chance there if you are part of all three of them to to earn 150 dollars sweet and I'm now all the way through Splinter Cell. I don't think no, it was a not. Game Pass game. It was a Games with Gold game, says Acid DK03. Ah, okay, cool. Thank you very much for answering that question. <laughs> I, managed, I managed to do well to fill that gap of me scrolling all the way through all the Game Pass games that are available. All right, and I think that's a show. That's a show, sir. This is so, a show. Yep, okay, cool. Um, so... If, as I keep mentioning, if you want to get in touch with us on any of our social media sites, that's Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. It's at Game Pass News gets you there. Uh, if you want to be part of the Discord action, head over to patreon.com forward slash Nintendo Dads. As little as a dollar a month gets you access into their Discord. Or subsequently, you can t subscribe to our Twitch channel, and we will sell you out access there. Uh, if you want any sweet merchandise, if you're watching the video of this, if not, I'll explain to you, Nick is wearing a really nice black hoodie, which is displaying our Game Pass News logo. If you want any of that, head over to redbubble.com, search for our shop Game Pass News, and you can purchase that there and represent your favorite unofficial pod Xbox podcast. Um, thanks very much to Acid TK and Hambone Johnny for being in the chat. It's very, very appreciated. We love you all. And until next time, guys, we shall see you later. See you later, guys.